this week. You know? Yeah. Yeah, it's like every week it's like, oh, there's something else. Yeah, really? This week it's smoke. (laughs) This week it's smoke, Right? You know? Um, And I think that just like added little layer of, you know, something else that people have to deal with. I think people are a little irritable this week. At least that was my experience. Just like on the roads, Mm. in the grocery store, a lot of listeners, too. Just we're feeling a little bit upset. And that's fair because I feel like I was not really focused at work. Oh, really? You know? Really? Yeah, I'm just like kind of like focused on everything else and the impending doom and, you know, whatever. Yeah, really? Oh, yeah. Yeah. People were being shitheads. People <laughs> were straight up being shitheads. Myself included. I think we yeah, were. Yeah, I was being a shithead. Oh, that's God. for sure. Do you think really? I'm not I didn't sure. Really find that you were too shitty this week, but oh. I think just that like. I think you were, like, responding to shittiness with, like, just, you know, some shittiness back maybe. But, like, mm. oh, God. Yeah, people were being straight-up shitheads. It was a rough week in that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. But I think it's understandable. Totally. It's, yeah, like you said, it's, I'm sure the smoke had something to do with it. Um, I didn't really mind it because people always meow at me, Jenny, because I'm like, September means summer is over. Mm. And they're like, no, how dare you? The last day of summer is blah, 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 whatever, right? And I just, like... When you fight against what is in nature in that way, when you try and tell me that no summer continues past this September 1st well, or even Labor the, Day. It's like the equinox or whatever. Yeah. I know that technically summer is over on, oh, I think it might be like around now actually, yeah. like middle of September. I'll look it up while you're talking, but like. <laughs> To me, it's like Labor Day is the end of summer. It's the last bit of like summer. Once is, school starts, you know, yeah, summer for sure. break. It's done. Come on, I don't mean like the actual season. When I say summer, I mean like the feeling of summer, the going to the lake every day, the wearing shorts yeah. and getting a tan. Look at my tan is gone already. Mm-hmm. It's gone. It's done. Summer's over. And so the, I have accepted that. As much as I love summer so much, I accept Labor Day is the last splash of summer. Mm-hmm. And then I get on with my life. And then so when the smoke came in, the smoke was like extra fall. It was like a horrible, scraggly, throat hurty fall that just came upon us in one second. And I was like, great, just the way it should be. Just the way that that clouds usually do. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I think people didn't want to hear that, though, (laughs) because they don't want that to be over. Uh And especially during these times where being outside is like like a lifeline almost. Right. It's just like this is the only connection that I can have with like um, my friends is outside. And for that to just like slowly be going, people are like, no, 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 no. You don't say that, Paul. I don't support that because I don't want the sads to come on in, too, now. Um, and that's a real thing, too. I think it's going to be a really hard winter. And I'm sorry to look so negatively in it, but it, I think it's going to be really difficult this this time around. I agree. Uh, fall begins on Tuesday, by the way, the 22nd of oh, okay. September. But um, I look, I completely agree. I get that. But I think that when you deal with reality on reality's terms, mm-hmm. you know, rather than just trying to talk it away and you just, you know, that's isn't that a healthier way, don't yeah. you think? Yeah. I mean, probably. Um, but it is also good to be positive and to be in that mindset. I sure. totally understand that. Oh, of course. Um, I'm trying to think of things that I want to do this winter so I yeah. can kind of plan ahead so I See, don't get like, 
you know, the sads? into the tornado of sads. That's the, the responsible thing to do. Is I'm like just... know that it's going to be more challenging, and then meet the challenge head on, right? With positivity. So okay, let's hear it. Okay, so I'm thinking like you've already given me a little project. You're like, oh, I want my room to be painted and decorated, but I don't know what to do. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I'm like, oh, I want to take this out and I want to make your room pretty. Yeah. So I'm hoping to do <laughs> things like that, and then also finish painting my own house that I just have been neglecting, um, all the boring painting. And then maybe actually just get into actually painting canvases and stuff. Things that are Whoa, indoors. Really? Yeah, why you, not? You Are you a good artist in that way? I'm not a great artist in that way. I okay. haven't really painted that much. I yes. do like to paint. I like to draw mm-hmm. a lot. Yeah. Um, so I found myself doing that a lot um, in the winter months last year. So I might just try and do that more. Um, my partner, my girlfriend, is a painter. She paints on canvas. She is so incredible. She's really... Wow, I don't know. Is she talented? I don't know. I, I want to say so. that she is wildly talented. She does paintings that I love so much. Our entire house is full. Like, we don't have any other art on the wall besides mm-hmm. from what she has done. And, like, some paintings I like more than others. But the paintings I love, I love. They're my favorite paintings. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, I don't know. I think she's just a creative person. She just gets the brush in her hands, the paint and everything, and she just lets it Flow, And I yeah. think that you're that way, too. And everyone is that way, too, really. It's like you don't have to get real good at, you know, realistically painting a horse riding yeah. a bicycle with hands. Wow. I mean, that would be pretty sweet. I would love to get good at that. Those are the hardest things. Do you know that? What? Bicycles with a horse and hands? Try and draw. Here's a little exercise for everybody. Mm-hmm. Just even draw it with a pencil. A horse mm-hmm. or a bicycle or someone's hands. I love drawing hands. Do you? I love drawing hands. Wow. Will you draw my hands like one of your French girls? I will love I would love to draw your hands. Hands and skulls. Hands. I love hands and skulls. Really? Yes. Oh my god. Okay, now I'm commissioning you also to do me an art <laughs> that has hands and skulls and paint in it. And but no horses or bicycles. I'm so sorry. That's my point. <laughs> bicycles and horses are really difficult to draw. I yeah. used to draw as a kid too. It's fucking impossible. Hmm. So, um, yeah, so good for you. Okay, so you also are, like, really thinking about, like, just diving in headfirst to this love of interior design. Well, I always find that when I walk into my house, all I think about is just wanting to decorate it more and, like, change things around. And I love painting walls so much, and I love decorating, and I love, like, finding old thrifted pieces and, like you know, fixing them up or just like finding deals and making things work on a really small budget because mm-hmm. that's what I have to work with. Right. But I've just been noticing that friends have been asking me for help in that area. And I'm like, oh, I could like continue to do this because I really like doing this. So I'm just going to really dive into those projects on the side and see what comes from it. I'm not looking to like necessarily have a career, but if mm. I enjoy it a lot and yeah. my friends are willing to support me in that, then fudge, yeah. And they get something out of it. I well, I will say that like walking into your house, I usually mostly just go there on Halloween. So it's like mm. plus the Halloween oh, decorations. Oh wait, right. yeah, no, that's not a really good representation <laughs> of like, my house. There's a lot of fog machines. Yeah. I mean, yeah, those are year round. I have a fog machine in my living room. Yeah, <laughs> but I definitely like that's what I think of when I think of your house is at Halloween time. But yeah. no, I, I've been there other times. I've been there during the day. Oh yeah. And what is yeah, it is stunning. You feather a phenomenal nest, and I think that that's such an important thing. I don't have that skill at all. And I miss it right now because my my uh, my last partner, my ex-wife, my was wife, was mm-hmm. like that to the extreme. In fact, she was 
formally trained in interior design. Oh. Um, and she never fucking stopped interior designing any living space that we were in. Whoa, cool. And I didn't even appreciate it at the time, I don't think, but I was just living in these, like, incredible spaces. Yeah, your space was Do you remember that? Oh, my God, it's like a show home. Yeah, that's right. And, and like, I don't have that gene at all. I don't have the eye. I don't have the drive. I don't have any of that stuff. And I do kind of miss it right now because I'm living in an older house that's very dated and everything. And it's not mine. So I'm not certainly going to spend the time, money, and energy to renovate it. But, you know, my next place, I still won't have the eye for it. And it's the eye because I would have never dreamed to look at a space and completely reimagine it. I just am like, well, I guess the fridge lives there forever. And there's oh, my no, gosh. But, like, no, you can reimagine any space in any way. And I totally. I, I totally respect that. And I think it's wonderful that you're, like, engaging that skill. Thanks. I think it's it's also challenging, too. One of the main things is, like, if you're a renter, there's only so much that you can do. But there's ways that you can get really creative around mm-hmm. it. Like, you can find, like, if you want, like, a statement, like, wall or something, right. you can find wallpaper that... It does. You don't have to use the glue for. It just oh. sticks on. It's almost like a vinyl sheet, okay. and you can pull it off. So then your landlord is happy, and they don't have to deal with wallpaper once right, you leave. Right. Things like that, and then also neutral like paint colors that kind of work. Yes, I think that a lot of the time too, landlords are really afraid of bright colors. Like yeah. that's always the thing. It's like as long as it's neutral, it's fine. Right, but you can right. find like not neutral or not like you know go to colors. Um, and do it in the right way, and it won't look so jarring. Like right. I have a black wall in yes. my room. Yes, and, and it works. Yeah, and it's like it doesn't look like oh my god, you have a black wall. It's like oh it, that looks really good with that room. It makes yeah. sense there. Where did you get the idea for the black wall? Well, I have these black and white tiles in my room, oh. and I just wanted to jump into the black and white because I have right. so much black and white stuff. Like I love black and white, and then I had a lot of gold and sort of like rusty colored furniture that I had already mm, yeah. and this lamp that was like the same color so I just kind of worked with what I already had and that just made sense. That's sweet actually. Yeah, wow. I yeah, subway tile is one of the most popular things of all time, right, but no yeah. one would think to like make your room into a big subway tile of black and white. Yeah. Wow, how it's interesting. Cool. It's fun. That's classic actually. Thanks. Okay, so this is great. This is if you have questions about interior design, mm. um, please write into us and we'll address them here on this podcast. <laughs> We're this- an interior design podcast now. <laughs> I know shit all, but if anyone has advice for me and uh, how to get into that, I would love. I would love to. Well, yeah, I think you can brain. go both ways. If you have uh, some advice for Jen on how to do it better, great. And if you have questions for Jen, like. I just sent you a picture of my room, and you already like had some great ideas, which I think I am going to um, get after. Nice. Yeah, I, you know, so um, that could be certainly a, a thing that we do here is discuss. Because <laughs> again, I do really appreciate a place that is well appointed that way, yeah. and it just it really does make a difference. You spend so much of your time in your house, mm-hmm. and especially COVID. Do you think that like it's because of lockdown and because of the more time you spend in your house that this has? fired up in you even more? I honestly haven't been spending that much time in my house. Oh. That's controversial. No, I've been going <laughs> to work every day and going to boxing mm-hmm. and then I usually just sleep in my room. My room, I feel like I really like having like right. my own style in it and right. it makes me feel good. I think that's important because I've been sleeping a lot. Mm-hmm. But like, 
Yeah, no, I think for other people, though, spending a lot more time, like my partner is spending more time at his house because he's working from home. Right. And he just came to me and was like, I, this room is no longer going to be a dining room. It's my office. And he's like, I need help. Right. I need to make it into an office. Help me. And I was like, yes, I will absolutely <laughs> do that. Yeah, right. Um, but yeah, I think people are spending more time doing that, buying desks and things like that. Yeah. I think it's quite wild how often I go to people's homes and they're awful. You know, it really blows me away when people have a nice house and then it blows me away too when people just have like horrible hoarding houses, mm. you know, with like DVDs everywhere and do you know what I mean? I a think messy a, house. Yeah, a big thing is just getting rid of things that you haven't used in the year. Yeah. Just get rid. Get Memory rid of stuff. Thing, I'm so right? bad at that too. I have so much shit that I just like have left over from old roommates. That's mm-hmm. the thing in Victoria, oh, really? right? Yeah, just yeah. like people have moved in and out and just left their shit and then mm-hmm. you just kind of acquire it and you're like, what do I do with this? Just throw it all out. Yeah. Or, I mean, donate it is what I mean. But right. yeah. Yeah. Get less stuff to begin with as well. Mm-hmm. Great, great rule. If I you're am, moving, uh, oh, what a great opportunity to do the purge. Purging is so, oh. yeah. It's difficult to do, I know, at the time. Like, mm-hmm. you see the stuff that you spent good hard-earned money on, and then you're, like, just chucking it into a dumpster. Oh. But I know that's heartbreaking, and just, like, you know, you wish. I, I know whenever I do that, I wish that I could just extract even, like, pennies on the dollar, some of the value, yeah. right, that oh. I put into all this You try and sell shit. it. No one wants to buy it. No one like, wants oh. to buy it. So that's a great lesson in the meantime is, like, quit buying stuff. Oh, my God. I'm having a hard time now with, like, not buying stuff. I was like, okay, it's September. It's fall. It's hunker down time. We don't need to spend that much money. We had a big, busy summer, Mm -hmm. right, doing a lot of things, doing a lot of traveling. Yes, just going out all the time, drinking beers, drinking whatever. Okay, it's time to settle down. I've spent so much money in the last, like, few days. It never ends. Do you know what I mean? Now there's a new iPad out. And now there's a new... <laughs> True. Like, yeah. really? I really want that. Yeah. And I'm, I know I'm going to get a new phone when they announce it in two months from now. And right. watch straps. So it's like, yeah, gizmos and gadgets, but also just like, oh my God, other stuff too. It just never ends. I know. It was funny. At the beginning of the pandemic, I was like, I am saving a lot of money right now. Yes, I'm like me eating too. at home. I'm drinking at home. I'm hanging out at home. So... This is great. And then I started like diving into that a bit. And I was like, I deserve things because I'm really stressed out at yeah. work and with life. So I'm going to buy myself stuff. And now I'm like, oh, I'm in the worst financial place I've ever been in. What Why? What am I doing? Uh, yeah, I bought a car. <laughs> <laughs> you do deserve that. Well, car, I mean, it, like, you know, a used car. It was 2000 bucks. Sure. But I, now I need to sell my other car. You know? You yeah, know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, just all that stuff. But um, yeah. I mean, I'm not regretting any of the purchases I have made. I like my tattoo and <laughs> my car. Oh, your tattoo is so nice, though. But Thanks. I know, I know. It's those big item purchases. Do you know what I think it is? It's not the big items that are that you will regret. Like mm-hmm. your tattoo, great. I hope you spend a lot of money on that because it's gorgeous and it'll be on your body for literally forever. Thanks. I wish I could go and slap. Uh, you know, 19-year-old Paul Blasino around the face and say, spend more money on your tattoos. Oh, yeah. Okay, because, and get better tattoos. <laughs> but, um, and, and the car, too. Like, yeah, your car is your I, car. That's the thing you should be spending money on. That's what I realized with it, is one of my favorite things to do is to drive. Like, I love yes. driving, and especially now, it's like, that's a very safe activity that you can do. And mm-hmm. I was like, why am I driving a car that I'm not, like, super excited about? Mm-hmm. I think it's fun. It's a fun car, but I've always wanted this cabrio, and I was like, I'm 
going to do that because this is one of the things that I love yep. and it will bring me joy for yes. years. And I'm excited to learn how to work on cars. And I think that is also a good skill to have on the side that I've been meaning to get to. So I was like, this is actually a good thing for me. It gives me something to do. It also brings me joy. Yeah. Yeah. I, I love it so much. I love that you've gotten into a convertible because obviously I love convertibles. I love that you're doing it at this age as well. One of the reasons why I bought a convertible when I was 22, Yeah. bought you know this car that I probably couldn't afford. Imagine how much I was making at the time. Like I just started in radio. Right. I was 22 years old. I was probably making a like a few dollars. Yeah. <laughs> okay. But I bought my dream car, a, con- a big white convertible. And um, it wasn't because of this, but in, you know, subsequent years, my dad has said something that's really wonderful to me. He's like, yeah, if you depend on your car, like a lot of us do, why drive a car that you don't love? Mm-hmm. Every single time you get into that and turn it over and it starts reliably and it is. This, you know, it's like you spend a lot of your life actually in your car. He, him even more when he was working in Vancouver. I mean, all the mm, commuting going yeah. on, right? We lived out in the valley. But like, yeah, and you, you just love driving. You just love, and so do I. Every time you step into and sit into that car, it should be a good feeling. Yeah. It should be something that you really love if that's something you prioritize in your life. And so, yeah, I absolutely did it. And like, look, my truck is nothing fancy. It's just like, at this point, it's getting on in age. It's kind of a little beater. At this. I love your truck. But I fucking love it. Every time I step into that truck, mm-hmm. I just love it. I love having a pickup. I just love that that's, you know, about me. Mm-hmm. Um, similarly, until it you know, kind of turned into a piece of shit, I loved, you know, pulling the top back on my convertible. Yeah. It's just like a, a feeling like no other. And that's why I rent convertibles all the time now, too, right? If I'm doing road trips. Mm-hmm. It's so fucking expensive. But I do it because I love it. Yeah. So it's good that uh, I think, anyways, yeah. that you did that. So this is what I was going to say. It's not the big tickets that you're really going to regret. It's those nickel and dime fucking nights out, mm-hmm. eating out, you know, oh, it's a couple of bucks here on a cheeseburger. What's the big deal? Those couple of bucks are what add up, add up, add up. Oh, yeah. And that, I think, really, and I don't know, you, again, you tell me if you know better about finances, those are the things that you regret. They're yep. gone in an instant and they sit on your credit card and pile up. Yeah. And it's not even just a couple of bucks. It's so easy for these small purchases to be 17, 18, 20 bucks. And you do them so frequently because they don't feel like very much at the time. But it gives you that little source of dopamine, just like a little push mm-hmm. of like, ooh, instant gratification. Yes. But it's instant and then it's gone. And then it's gone. Yeah. And it just sits, yeah, that's, I think, the things that people really need to rein in is, like, those little impulse buys that feel like not much, but they really are. That's why, dude, I always carried cash. Yeah, it's a good idea. Because at least you could see it's like, oh, shit, you spent $20 on bullshit. Now you only have this much left for the rest of the week. Now everything's everything's cashless, Mm -hmm. and it's really, I think that's, like, a big big COVID difference maker. Oh, yeah, and you can't use cash for a lot of places, so it kind of stops you from buying stuff, I would assume. Like, I wish so much that when you used your credit card or whatever, your bank had a constant, like, bar graph that they would send you. Here's how much fucking money you have. Yeah, I have a notification that now is sent to me. And it shows me 
It says whether I'm below or above my average spending every day. So every time I make a purchase, it it shows me. It's like you're below your average spending. So I'm like, okay, oof. But once those aboves come and they come in a lot, Mm -hmm. I'm like, oh, God, oh, God, calm it down. I shouldn't be spending right now. And it's just that little, like, mental note. Not necessarily meaning that I'm going to, you know, actually listen to it. But it is, okay, I kind of know where my spending is right now. That's smart. Yeah. That's really smart. And app developers, get her going here. I know there's all kinds of privacy shit to do with you know your banking information and whatever but like show me in a secure but also a very obvious way how is my money doing yeah show me a freaking line graph how hard is it yeah you should well i don't know what you bank with but td they have a my spend app and it's exactly that it shows you in a pie and also different graphs and then it sends you notifications if you want them when you make purchases on either of your cards which has been kind of helpful for me okay not i think i need to just work on my habits but (laughs) it's just nice to know yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, how are we doing for time here? All right, let's let's get into this podcast. Get into the pod itself. Okay, yeah. great. Thank you so much for listening, um, and please enjoy this week's. Um, please tell your friends if you enjoy it, mm-hmm. and uh, stay safe out there. Everyone. Stay safe out there. The province of Quebec is considering a karaoke ban after outbreaks of COVID-19 in a few karaoke bars. And this is really devastating for people who love karaoke and consider it a way of life and an art form including our very own Jenny West. Jenny, I came to visit you on your deathbed. There's only one thing I want, Paul. What? (laughs) It's to sing Eminem's Lose Yourself just one more time. Your rendition of Don't Stop Believing was unlike any other of the trillions of renditions of Don't Stop Believing I had ever heard before. It's so important that you do this. Thank you for saying that. So, so did you actually catch COVID-19? No, the, the doctors say I literally sang my lungs out. Mm. I actually, um, I brought you in a treat. It's a, a home karaoke machine. Oh, perfect. You shouldn't have, Paul. Just unplug one of these other machines. Okay. Oh, oh that sounded like an important one. There's a boy who lives here in Victoria who had a pajama-wearing streak, 177 days, and he's going to bring it to a close now to go back to school. This is really sad. His name is Cohen, and yeah, he decided that he is going to have a prolific pandemic pajama career, is how he <laughs> describes it. And he's just a young kid who was like, "Why? what's the point? I don't want to get changed in the morning. I don't have to. Let's just wear my pajamas for everything I do. During this time at home, and uh, that included like wearing pajamas with a sprinkler on a trampoline. He didn't care. He's still gonna wear his pajamas, and I I really applaud him for that. Um, uh, yeah, I feel him too, cause like summertime, if I could go the entire summer just wearing my bathing suit, oh, swim trunks just all the time. Yeah, I love that. So why, you know, we wear these certain clothes just because <laughs> society, yeah. society tells us, man. But yeah, why couldn't you wear pajamas? To school. I, I feel like he should continue wearing pajamas even to school. It's a sign of the times, you know? I was seen wearing pajamas quite a few times during school. I was one of those kids who was just like, I don't care. I'm you were that? Really? School. Oh, yeah. Yeah, f- quite a few times when I was feeling extra lazy or I just wanted people's attention. <laughs> 
sounds that's, like. That's about right. That's so, about right, yeah. Because yeah. I'm picturing you in those like really comfy pajama style pants. Is that yeah, right? Yeah, like plaid, you but know? For some reason with Cohen, I'm thinking that he was wearing like old timey button up shirt pajamas. Oh, cool. Do you know what I mean? That, yeah. like, they used to, I feel like they used to wear that in the 50s. I feel like those button up shirt pajamas are pretty much just like a button up shirt, and, and that could be acceptable for. For work, those blow what's me the away. difference? As someone who just like f- rips my clothes off and then dives into bed naked or in a ginch, oh, no. it is wild to me that people are doing <laughs> buttons up to go to sleep. But if that's you, and if that's you going especially, good on you. Cohen's dad was listening and now is sending us pictures of Cohen and his sweet PJs. Yeah, and they there's a lot of different varieties of PJs that Cohen has, like shark pajamas or space pajamas. These ones look like bears and wolves. Yeah, he says. Oh my gosh, he's got several sets and even shorts for the summertime. Wow, that it's so wild to me that like, how come kids just can't go to sleep in their underwear? How come like there's pajamas? Why is that a thing? Pajamas, and especially for kids, are too. so fun. I used to love getting pajamas every year for right? Christmas. My mom yeah. would give me and my sisters like matching pajama sets, right. and it was like the best time. And now as an adult, I'm like, I wish I still had that because I'm just wearing my old clothing that yeah. has holes in it, and like I'm not gonna spend money on pajamas. But as a kid, I'd had so many. So that's why don't parents just so even do fun. that too, right? Be like, oh, you kind of grew out of this shirt, or this shirt's got a hole in it, or whatever. Mm. Wear that to bed. But no, kids get pajamas. Maybe it's all part of the like. Going to bed routine, yes. right? Like, get your pajamas on, brush your teeth, exactly. all of that, right? Yeah. Makes it way more fun. Well, that's probably it. Yeah. If you had, like, cool shark pajamas, you'd probably go to bed so early. I'd probably wear them to work. <laughs> yeah. I sent you guys uh, a couple of pictures of them because I, I heard ta- Paul talking about the old-timey pajamas. We uh, we tried to get him into that, but eventually it was just too hot, so we had to kind of switch over to shorts and t-shirt pajamas but uh he managed to keep it going yeah i love the amount of pajamas that he probably has collected over over the times <laughs> yeah there are, we have three kids so it, it was kind of nice because it reduced the laundry to be honest with you oh yeah <laughs> i guess so hey that's so, oh, that's so, so how is he feeling going back to school he's, he's doing good yeah it's a little intense i think it's a bit of a weird experience for him but yeah the, the pajamas were a pretty big uh big moment for him to to make that shift he came up to me on the street um in regular clothes when i was coming home and he he drawn a picture of covid versus pajamas like a little kind of uh boxing fight poster almost and he said that's it i'm done i'm back to normal clothes so so but was there any thinking of maybe he would just keep on rocking the pajamas to school or was he just like nope it's back to school i gotta look my sharpest in like normal clothes no, he was all over it, to be to be honest with you. I thought, like, my wife and I were pretty sure he was going to continue with the pajamas all the way through. Yeah, I guess he just started to see the shift and that, you know, things were maybe going to go back to somewhat normal for him with school. So, he, yeah, he just started slowly positioning away from it. But If I'm really honest, what I wear day to day is maybe a step away from pajamas, <laughs> yeah. you know? So it is a real vibe. Thanks for calling in and yeah. checking in with us. Yeah, Thanks no for worries. listening. Yeah, no worries. The Afternoon Zone with Paul Plastino and Jenny West. South of the border, there's a lot of talk today about the presidential debates being four hours long, uninterrupted, with no audience, and moderated by Joe Rogan. So here is what we think that might sound like. Okay, first question. Have either of you two tried DMT? Wait, first, have you seen that video of the bear fighting a moose? Jamie, pull that up. It's entirely possible. 
first I wanted to just say sorry for my Joe Rogan impression because it's not good. But, or do I just talk like Joe Rogan anyways and I, <laughs> do I have to change my voice at all? But, like, a guy like Joe Rogan, the things he says are so kind of iconic, right? Like, you just know that it's like DMT, elk meat, moose versus bear. It's entirely possible you say those things, but like to get like, but there's his voice is so basic. It's like, how do you do an impression of that? Like you can do a great Christopher Walken impression. Batman obviously is one of your go tos. Batman. Yeah, really good. (laughs) Because there's like certain things about it. But for Rogan, Rogan. it's like, who cares? Yeah, I don't. I don't care. (laughs) Right? It's like there's nothing interesting about his voice. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. How was your weekend, Paul? Smoky. Yeah, it was very smoky, eh? Yeah, it was very smoky. Did you feel the like weight of fall and smokiness fall mm-hmm. upon you? Absolutely, yeah. I um, was, unfortunately, I have the big car project that we're right. working on right now. So there was a lot of being outdoors, Ugh. which I didn't feel good about. Yeah. Um, and definitely feel it in my throat by the end of the weekend. Yeah. How about you? Um, yeah, I just wanted to do all these things. I felt this weekend was a great weekend to finally like stay close to home. But... I, you know, I was like, oh, maybe I should take the dog out for a hike or something. And it was just like, no, you shouldn't. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, bike ride, anything. No, 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 no. Just hunker down. Yeah. Which I'm usually okay to do with in hibernation season anyways, but this was like, you don't have a choice because of the smoke. Totally, yeah. With the worst air quality in the world here in, you know, western BC. Yeah. Uh, yeah, the best thing to do this weekend was stay inside, so... And what they're saying is that that's going to be the case likely for the next 24 to 72 hours. Okay. Uh, but there will be a new bulletin update available. What's tomorrow? The 15th, right? Mm-hmm. So that's tomorrow. And hopefully they'll have some good news about this smoke moving along. How about over the Pacific? Uh... Exciting for exciting news for Star Wars fans. Rolled <laughs> <laughs> <Just> rocks. <laughs> You're not supposed to say that. My eye rolling is for me. <laughs> oh, and for me, I guess. Um, Mandalorian, new trailer came out, and I watched it. And it's really uh, all about Baby Yoda, hey? The show is a lot about Baby Yoda, yeah, because you yeah. never watched the first season? No, I didn't. Oh, it's a show. <laughs> did you think it was a movie? Yeah, I thought it was a movie. What did you think, Baby Yoda? It looks like a trailer for a movie! I know, that's how great it is. But So you didn't know it was a TV show? <laughs> you really talk about Baby Yoda constantly. I You've do seen not. my Baby Yoda underpants that I have. You didn't know it was a TV show. I didn't know. I've only seen the memes around Baby Yoda. I'm so sorry. <laughs> you can eye roll at me now. Here it is. That was my eyes rolling. That's the noise <laughs> they make. Okay, it's coming out on October 30th. I'm uh, pretty excited, but that means Halloween time. Oh, cool. So, so everyone's going to be a Baby Yoda for Halloween. I think everyone should be a Baby Yoda for Halloween. And like rig up the costumes. If you are you, do you have a big giant friend and a little friend like you and I are? Yeah, you could be my baby Yoda. You could, oh. I could wear one of those baby front facing satchels, and you could just sit in it, and I can walk you around or wheel you around like baby Yoda. Ah, uh, I feel like that's cool. And as long as we can somehow make it also social distance style. Oh yeah, a mask to baby Yoda, of course. Halloween 2020 is coming together nicely. Yeah. So when's that coming out again? What's Halloween? 31st. The day before that. Oh, amazing. It's a Halloween miracle. (laughs) I'm going to watch the show. (laughs) Bless you.
Hey, if you now, actually are excited about The Mandalorian yeah, and you want to geek out about it, we're all horsing around here. <laughs> there's a great uh, podcast. Baby Yoda, but. That you should listen to the Geek Out podcast. You guys are going to cover this and dissect the trailer, I'm assuming? Oh, very much. Yeah. Very seriously. No <laughs> jokes. Only being serious. Do we like Baby Yoda? Discussed. 45 minutes. When does Baby Yoda become a toddler? Yeah, that's a good question, Jen. Thank you. And I don't know that. Does Baby Yoda even need to be protected? That's what you asked. I know. I was like, Baby Yoda's smart, seems like. I don't think you need to protect He's Baby got Yoda. magic. Why does he need some guy with a gun? Who cares? Yeah. Some good news was that Halloween is not canceled for 2020. With mm. everything in the world that is canceled, we are still allowed to celebrate our favorite spooky holiday. But it's going to be a little bit different this year. And Jen, if I may pay you a compliment, you are the best at Halloween. Oh, I don't know if I'm the best. Across I... the board. Aw, Angel. The best at Halloween. It is my favorite holiday. Of course it is. I love it so much. I, it's the only holiday that I'm actually usually prepared for. Christmas oh is last God. minute for me. Don't really care for it. Yeah. But Halloween, is, yeah, it's my number one. You go all out. Your costumes are the stuff of legend. Thank and so you. now I'd like to count down for you. My favorite of your Halloween costumes. Oh. One year you were Super Mario. It's like a Mario Kart. That was yeah. like a group costume. Yeah. I just wanted a costume that involved rollerblades so I could rollerblade in my high school. Yeah. And I was thinking I could make a car and then be Mario and just blade around with a bunch of my friends. And that's what we did. And it was really fun. Hilarious. You always make fun of me because I'm just Mario every, every year. Every year. And yeah. you were at one year. I was. Uh, one year you were. Now, again, I imagine this was a group costume. Human Centipede. Yes, another group costume. Two other people. I shot at the front of the centipede. Wow, smart. Uh, one year you were a sea monkey. That was very good. That was fun, yeah. It was skin tight, as I remember, as yeah. well. Yeah. Except for the tail. Uh, you were the hormone <laughs> monstrous from the TV cartoon Big Mouth. That was a fun one. You even had the little furry genitals to That's go along right. with it. Yeah. Super good. Jason Lamb. Oh, that one was so fun. And you were the one who smuggled his punk t-shirts from yeah. his wife yep. <laughs> and got them for me. That's so thank right. you for doing that. That was a great time. Um, Guy Fieri one year. Oh, yeah, that was fun. Very similar to Lambo, actually. It was. It. it was the same year, actually. Was it? it was yeah. the same year, yeah. <laughs> and finally, uh, uh, such a gem was a Sexy Shrek. Yeah. A lot of green paint all over the house that year, I remember. A lot of green paint. So now you're at a loss because... Well, you want to do Halloween, obviously. Yeah, I just don't want to. I haven't committed this year. Usually I have my costume down by this time. And obviously I'm not going to be having my Halloween party. So I'll be by myself in my apartment. <laughs> it's going to be a little more low key, whatever you decide to <laughs> yeah. do. Or just outside, just standing there in a costume. I don't know. There's not going to be a lot of hype around it. So I don't know what I'm supposed to be. I do think that this year... The most popular costumes mm -hmm. will be that of the Tiger King, any yeah. of those. Yeah, yeah. Um, I also think Karen is going to be a big costume this year. Oh, really? Yeah, just the swiping of the hair and the, can I speak to your manager? There's <sighs> right. going to be a lot of that. Hilarious. Mm. Do you think that people will be the COVID-19 virus? Oh. In like whatever way you do that, like, a, I don't know. Paper mache ball paper, or something? Yeah, I'm thinking paper mache or just even like a big sweater wow. filled with those little spiky things Maybe. that are all around it. Yeah. I don't know how you make those, but. I was thinking she could be one of those 
statues that's getting torn down. One of the ones getting their heads chopped off and spray painted. Yes! Okay! This is so perfect because we were talking about this before going on air with it. And I was like discussing that exact costume. I think it's going to be a really popular one this year. Yeah, that'd be perfect. One of those colonizers, you know? John A. McDonald. John A. McDonald's ghost is what Jenny first said. Oh, because that's something we say on the radio all the time. John A. McDonald's ghost. It's an exploit. We exclaim it. And she said that. And then we thought, like, oh, what about the statue and with the fake head and everything? I can't believe you read our mind on this. Yeah. Yeah, and then I was like, you know, I would just be inviting just very annoying people being like, (laughs) on social media. And I was like, I don't know if I'm mentally prepared for that. Yeah. There, but there's going to be that no matter what this year, you know? Yeah, and there's just a good conversation to have around it, I think. That's right. Totally. Yeah, it's like a little bit political, but mostly funny. Oh, Alyssa, thank you so much for, again, just being in the exact same headspace as us and <laughs> for joining in on the fun. No worries. Thanks for the call. There is this viral video going around right now of a man sitting on uh, a bus, a public transit bus in Manchester, and he just casually has what looks like a ball python. (laughs) I'm assuming it's a ball python because, uh, I mean, we've seen so much of that in the news lately. Um, And he just has it wrapped around its neck. And as well as his face. Okay. And I guess, yeah, the video is just him sitting on transit and there's just like a, a snake wrapped around his face and people are thinking that it's like an alternative mask. Like the guy doesn't want to wear a mask. So right. instead he either brings a python around his neck uh, to keep people away. That's smart. Right? Or to just actually be a physical mask for him. I did read today that snake skin is not so effective at keeping a virus out, particularly if it's still attached to a living snake that's slithering around. I think, you know, for a lot, oh my God, yesterday I talked about how I just was like, oh, I think those gator things, the little scarf deals you pull up and down are kind of a neat thing. Remember how many messages we got from Mm -hmm. people being like, excuse you, those are not actually so good Mm -hmm. because you touch the outside of it and but and virus. Yeah. Everyone wants to wag a finger. Yeah, so I think it's about wag a bend of your tail. <laughs> For a snake. Yeah, I mean if I saw that I walked into a bus and there there was a man just casually with a python around his neck, yeah, I would avoid him at all costs, absolutely. I'm just confused as to how he got on the bus to begin with and how the driver allowed that to happen. I guess yeah, probably it's maybe common. Hey, what's up, Jerry? Slithers, you're looking svelte today. Honestly, why isn't the government telling us more about it? We all should be having snakes. That keeps people away. Maybe the trick to beating this thing is snakes. Paul, uh, do you think you could clean up those dishes that you left yesterday in the studio? No. And you know what? I'm sick of this. And I have to tell you something right now, Jen. I am anti-mask. I'm an anti-masker. <laughs> What? No, what? That's it. I know it's a real hot button issue right now, but I am an anti-masker. Paul, what the? Okay, you leave me all these to-do lists, all these chores. It's my day off. I just want to relax, put my feet up. I don't need to be mowing the lawn, clearing dishes, busting my stuff. Okay, get up on the roof and clear all this stuff out of the gutters. Are you kidding me? I don't want to do this. I'm staunchly anti-mask. I'm an anti-masker. Hey! Educate yourself, sheeple! (laughs) Paul... You're anti-task. You don't want to do the tasks. Oh. Wow. That's much less stupid.
There is uh, a headline that really grabbed my attention today, and uh, it says a killer whale has unseated the great white shark as the ocean's most feared predator, and this is according to a study. So what they found was in 2017, uh, five shark carcasses just like washed on the shore in uh, South Africa, and they found out that they were actually killed by their bite marks they were able to find out that it was killed by the orca or more popularly known as the killer whale oh my god and yeah they just kept on finding that these sharks when they detected an orca in the area there would they would flee so they were obviously being attacked by these orcas and it's just so interesting because i think everyone has just thought you know over the years that the sharks and the great white specifically are like the most feared predator in the ocean and i think that largely has to do with their pr team (laughs) and jaws in general uh creating this kind of monster out of a shark but really maybe we should be looking at the killer whales 100 percent, because this is a this is based on a study that was done um that it's the most feared or most feared obviously by humans the the animals themselves have just been doing what they've been doing for millennia in the ocean they're not doing anything different it's just that people's perceptions now okay i understand yeah 100 percent. that's jaws and that's free willy free willy you make one movie where the animal is the villain who eats quint sorry Mm -hmm. spoilers Greatest movie of all time versus Free Willy, where the boy falls in love with the whale and then mm-hmm. helps it get free. I feel like, of course, yeah. I feel like sharks need to up their PR game. Seriously, they need to start making movies like that, like Free Willy, but instead it's a great white. Okay, but kid, <laughs> I'm not brainwashed by these movies. I know what's what. Yeah, yeah. But still and truly, if I'm on a stand-up paddleboard in the ocean in clear blue, blue waters, okay. Feeling vulnerable. Don't you feel vulnerable and a little shaky up on a, on a sup? I guess. I don't know. If I see on one side of me is the classic fin of a great white shark and on the other side is the playful sweetness of a jumpy, jumpy orca, oh. which way am I going to lean to fall? Honestly, still. If you had to fall, in what way? Ah. Right? You think about that yourself. You look in the mirror and ask, what am I really more afraid of? (laughs) Buy a lottery ticket, kid. You've got a crystal ball or more like a crystal brain inside of your skull. What the heck? We were just joshing and chatting and jackassing around yesterday Mm -hmm. about Halloween costumes. Yeah. And you said that Karen would be a... Big Halloween costume for 2020? Yeah, for sure. I mean, if you think about, like, what happened this year and what was popular, that's kind of what people base their Halloween costumes on, things that are current. And I was like, oh, Karen is something that people were talking about. You know, the the haircut with the bob and the blonde streaks. Sure. And maybe on a cell phone. Right. Asking to speak to the manager. Yeah. Now, a mask designer, a Halloween mask designer has actually made a Karen mask, and the demand is through the roof for this thing. Yeah. Overwhelmed with orders for the mask design, now, you know, based on the Karen nickname. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, it's actually kind of scary, the mask. They made it, like, <laughs> really terrifying. <laughs> um, the hair is perfect. The hair is perfect. Um, but, yeah, it's, uh, it's selling out. But it's also causing, you know, some backlash, too, because people who are named Karen, I'm so sorry. This year sucks for you. You I'm know, so like, it really too. does suck. Imagine that. Like, 
your names sound terrible and it, it sucks because um, I'm sure you're a good person. But yeah. this morning, um, Dylan made a little joke about me. I don't know if you heard it. Oh, yeah. And it hurt my feelings so badly. Aww. And Dylan's my friend. And I know he was just joking and joshing, right? But all morning, I was just like sitting like sad in my underwear oh, being no. sad because Dylan made fun of me for one second on the radio. <laughs> Now imagine all these people, and I know Dylan is like, I love yeah. Dylan, it's just a joke, but still hurt my feelings. Can you imagine, and I'm a big, strong Viking of a person, can you imagine all these people who are named Karen, mm-hmm. who have been turned into this horrible meme, and now I've got a scary, spooky Halloween mask? Oh. oh, can we all just be so kind to each other and hold birds on our fingers? <laughs> One of the big saving graces for uh, a lot of businesses downtown have been the patio extensions that they've been allowed to kind of just form on on the streets of downtown Victoria. And this is a temporary thing. I found out that it's supposed to be uh, it's supposed to end October 31st and then restaurants will have to pack up the patios and just work with what they have indoors but because of the COVID-19 regulations Mm -hmm. people are down to you know half capacity sometimes even less just because of the way things are you know planned out in the restaurants so there are some local counselors that are looking to hopefully expand that so it goes throughout the winter as well that would be great and it means getting creative I guess with those outdoor spaces so Mm -hmm. that they're comfortable obviously and we've talked about, about that a little bit before Right, like whether it's extra blankets outside, or more patios, or tents, or those uh, portable heating things. Yeah, all that's good. And if we can continue to support these local restaurants, I got my haircut today. Right. Mm-hmm. Thanks for saying how nice it is. I did. Yeah, I did. Yeah, but on the radio. Oh, it's nice on the radio. Thank you. <laughs> and uh, I got my haircut downtown, and we were talking about it because that's a pretty tight knit community, right? My barber is telling me about, you know, all these places, and you know which places got a little break on rent, so they're mm-hmm. you know in a little bit better shape even through the shutdown. Which places did not, mm. and were just shut down. These are restaurants and places that already have pretty tight margins as it is. Mm-hmm. And now for them to be facing any amount of shutdown time is brutal and rent never went away. Yeah. And so, yeah, I think it's great. Whatever can be done to uh, help out these places, please, and whatever we can do to support. And if it means, yes, I'll be having a beer and some chicken wings while wearing six layers and yeah. my shell jacket <laughs> and a puffer and everything else, I'll do that. I'll have brunch like that. Sure. <laughs> A 200-member crew of BC firefighters are off to Oregon to fight the wildfires. So this is for you, BC firefighters. We got you, big time. Sending you massive good vibes and good luck. May our helmets be hard and your axes be sharp and your retardants never run out. You got this, fam. Keep it lit, but not the fires. Not the fires. Stay safe. May the spirit of Smokey the Bear protect you. Only you. You are very attractive, both physically and mentally. By far the most attractive of all professions, generally speaking. That's why they made you into calendars. (laughs) Have as much fun as safely possible spraying the big hose. You are saving us from the smoke and we love you. Do you get to ride in a helicopter? That's rad! (laughs) 
In 2015, on everyone's Christmas list was a certain type of whiskey because it won, like, the award for the best whiskey in the world. It was a rye, actually. It was a Crown Royal Northern Harvest rye. It was so hard to get our paws on it because it was an award winner, right? I had to go to the States. Like, months later, I went to Chicago, and they happened to have it because no one cared. Oh, (laughs) like it's a Canadian whiskey, whatever. Yeah. Um, But another Canadian whiskey has won, so I'm assuming that this one is going to be on everyone's Christmas list as well. Uh, It's the Alberta Premium Cask Strength uh, Whiskey, or rye, yeah, from uh, Calgary-based Alberta Distillers. So... If you see it in the stores, I would snatch it up as soon as you can because it's going to be gone. Stuff it in your stocking. Uh, But congratulations. Yeah, World Whiskey of the Year. Now, on the other side of this, I remember the kerfuffle or the backlash that happened when that Northern Harvest Whiskey won that thing is that Mm -hmm. people will say that, oh, you know, these awards are so arbitrary. It's tough to nail down what the best whiskey is. Like, anyone could just say it is. So what did you say? This is like in some dude's whiskey Bible. Is that right? Yeah, okay. yeah, that's what they're saying. So I can just start up Paul Placino's Whiskey Thesaurus <laughs> and name some other whiskey the most mouthwatering, appetizing, tasty flavor, some flavorful, delectable, delicious of all whiskeys. And People that would, would snatch be just as good, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Paul, you had a visitor in your house last night. It was really cute. It was hanging from, like, I have tall ceilings in my place. And this little tiny little baby cutie spider was hanging from the light fixture in the middle of the room, just mm-hmm. hanging out like it was Aww. Spider-Man. I guess that's why they got the name from Spider-Man is <laughs> because of the similarities that wow. with spiders, the actual creature. Yeah, maybe. It was cute. It was cute. But I didn't squanch it. I grabbed it. Okay, good. And I set it to its business outside. Oh, perfect. Whispered it a secret. I said... <laughs> I am eating all this peanut butter. And then I let it go. That's the best thing to do when you see a bug is whisper it a secret and then let it free. It's just good for you. It's good Mm -hmm. for the bug. Get off Um, your chest. I was reading an adorable... shoplift. (laughs) That's a bad secret. Bad secret. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, there's a really sweet uh, article about the spiders that live in BC and it's mating season right now uh, for spiders. You're going to see a lot of them in your house. And what they pointed out was that they usually are just accidentally in your house. They don't want to be there. No. Um, they're also not harmful to humans. Well, most spiders. Um, and I was actually intrigued because they were talking about the black widow uh, specifically. And I mm. always thought that one was like, you get bit and boom, you're dead. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why, but I guess that's what people have been telling me over the years. Uh, but no, you get some abdo- abdominal pain mm-hmm. and some swelling, and uh, that's about it. That's I get that saying. after a big meal anyways, <laughs> yeah. so like, and that's most meals, so yeah. who cares? But what they're telling you in this article is that, you know, they're harmless to people, leave them alone, and do exactly what you did. Tell mm. them a secret. They didn't say that in the article, but you can Doesn't do that, say? and then release them into the wild, or just chill out, and don't be so afraid of them, and let them coexist in your beautiful home. Yeah, yes. or just outside of it. Yeah, that's fine. Thanks for joining the PJ Party. For more from Paul and Jenny, get them live 2 to 6 weekday afternoons on The Zone at 913. Or around the world via the Internet's tubes at thezone.fm. Do them a solid and leave a review wherever you get this podcast. And tell your friends about it. Paul and Jenny are both on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. So get in touch. Thanks for joining the PJ Party.
Hi, I'm Webmeister Bud, resident geek for The Zone at 91.3, and since 2012, I've been talking geeky stuff with Dylan and Jason Wednesdays at 7.20 in the morning zone. Stuff like apps and websites and gadgets and toys, but also handy tips on staying safe online, making your life needlessly more silly, or just better living through geekiness. So it's Bud's Weekly Geek Out, and it's on the radio, but it's also a podcast. So if you'd like to be a little bit more geeky, please subscribe at thezone.fm slash podcast, or find it wherever fine podcasts are sold. Bye!